Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hockey Heads. I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. And uh, this week it was pretty exciting for a lot of teams, but uh, we are here to recap it all for you guys, so let's get into it. We're the Hockey Heads. We talk about hockey. We talk about hockey a lot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to um, the seventh episode of the Hockey Heads podcast. Again, I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. And, uh, yeah, as was, as I said, we have a decent amount of news to cover, so um, let's just get started covering it. So first of all, this just happened, I'm pretty sure sometime today, um, Montreal places Keith Kincaid on the waivers. Oh, yes, and, well, they're, um, they did that to reassign him to Laval Rocket and yeah. um they're they're really on a slump. Um eight game losing streak. Yeah, it was O five and three. Yeah, it was. And six uh, I just did this as a bonus fact. Six of those eight games they had a lead. Wow, yeah, and they just blow it, yeah. Um we talked about yesterday with the Flyers game, uh, a few days ago with the Flyers game, they blew that lead even. They blew a lead for, yeah, versus Boston last night, uh, they blew a lead versus the Flyers, blew a four-goal lead against yeah. the Rangers. They've, they've just not been in their best. They've been in a big slump. Also, Calgary have parted ways with their head coach, Bill Peters, for um, some insensitive comments he made in 2009 to um, certain players. Akeem Ailu? Uh, yeah, um, they didn't name like specific player. It was just basically a whole team, and it was just some insensitive comments that he made. And um, yeah, he's he's put out an apology, but um, yeah, that's now on to um, Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman Eric Chernak has been suspended for two games for elbowing Rasmus Dahlin, who is now out indefinitely for a concussion. Oh wow, that's I um. I don't know. He just kind of came in. Um, so the Lightning had it in their offensive zone, and he comes out of nowhere and just elbows uh, Rasmus Dahlin, and he falls to the ground instantly, and now he has a concussion. So uh, what are your thoughts on the suspension? Uh, I think it's a good call. Um, two games for a pretty nasty elbow. That's what... Um, Flino got for elbowing Pierre-Edouard Belmar. And then um, just to announce the first star of this week, which is a good segment into the players um, segment, um, is the first star of the week is Nathan McKinnon. Um, any thoughts are, like, once we get into your list, we can see where he is on your list. So let's get into that now. Yeah, I think first star of the month is Connor McDavid. Oh, wow. Nice. For um, November? Yeah, for start of November. So, <laughs> number 10. Uh, no, so, we I put um, Tugarask, and he is second in goals against average, tied for second in save percentage, and tied for first in wins. And Darcy Kemper, he leads the league in... Uh, goals against average and save percentage with 1.97 goal, uh, goals against average. And the uh, 
save percentage is 0.935. So after that, Panarin at number eight, number seven, Jack Eichel, number six, John Carlson, and uh, number five, Nathan McKinnon. And he's tied with David Posternock at number four for points. And uh, Brad Marchand, he is um, number three with 43 points. Mm -hmm. And number two and number one, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. They've just been consistently have, at it, you know. Yes, they have hit the 50-point mark. Already for both of them combined? Uh, not combined, like both of them. Both individually have hit the 50-point mark. So combined, they have 101 points. Wow. With Leon Dreisaitl having 50 points at number two. And number one, Con McDavid has 51. That's very impressive, uh, given that we are, what, three months into the season? Yeah. Now, a um, little past quarter. Yeah, so they're already combined with over 100 points so we should see we should be excited to see what happens throughout the rest of the season i mean if they're already at the 50 point mark we'll see where they get up um by the end of the year all right now into our teams and edmonton is in this leaderboard we always do um top eight teams of each week so let's start off number one Boston Bruins have taken the throne and knocked Washington out of first place with a 19-3 and 5 record. Yeah. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but um the Bruins, uh I think that what put them ahead from Washington is they played less games and their goal differential is mm -hmm. really just astonishing and I think that um the 8-1 win versus the Canadians helped that and all of them more um, descriptive description of that game in the top three scores later. All right, and then at number three, we have the St. Louis Blues with a 17-5-6 and six record. Um, wait, I don't think I did Washington. They have a 19-4-5 record at second place. Uh, at number four, we have Edmonton with a 17-9-3 and three record. So a lot more losses we've, we see there, but they also are stacking up the points. Uh, number five is the New York Islanders with a 7-5-2. And, and then at number six, Philadelphia Flyers uh, have a 15-7-5. and five. Then the Colorado Avalanche have a 16-8-2 at number seven. And number eight, Arizona with a 15-9-4. and four. They've gotten uh, Arizona. I have some thoughts on the, them, um, how they've played so far. They've been doing really good but they haven't really been too consistent would you say yeah they haven't they, they i feel like they got they get a lot of out of order wins and losses kind of random but um yeah that i'm excited to see where this team goes after a few years of slump you know yeah and they're uh, actually if the playoffs started um today they would be in yeah and that's good for a team like that uh, like the Coyotes, because sometimes they don't really get a, much of a chance. Yeah, they don't. So now on to the top three, was it? Yes, top three. Plays of this week. Number three was the Washington Capitals. Um, They, they rallied back to beat Tampa Bay, who's sitting at number 24 
very Ooh. uncharacteristic for them. It, and uh, they rallied back. They were down 3-1, and Dmitry Orlov capped it off with the mm. uh, great wrister for the overtime winner. Number two, the Bruins crushed the Canadians. Oh, yeah. They, they just they walloped them, and they... As I said, the Canadians, they are just not in their good spot right now. Yeah, and um that's the hot that's the um highest G D in mm-hmm. uh any game this season. And also the highest number of goals this season happened this week in a game. It was um but it was also a great comeback as the Penguins they uh, got first two goals of the game, mm-hmm. and um, four straight, uh, four straight for the Canucks, um, making a uh, cutting the deficit in half for the Penguins again, ma- making it um, only four three game, two goals straight. Now it's six three Canucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two goals straight for the Canucks, and then just eight goals straight. For the um, Penguins, and Malkin got five points. Wow. So the final score was? Eight to six. And he got the empty netter. Wow. Um, That's, as I said, um, as you said, that's the most goal scored in a game this season. Um, That's a big thing because that means that if we're, if we're carded through, then we have a chance of seeing another game that may end up like this. Yeah. All right, now to we um I used to call this funny news, but I'm just calling it fun because uh, it's like different, not necessarily seriously NHL news, but it's just like fun little things I like to uh add on the side. So first of all, um, if some of you may remember when um flossing was at its peak, uh, maybe last year I'd say, um Brady to Chuck and a fan during warm-up skate had a bit of a floss off through the boards and um just yesterday Brady Chuck met the kid and they had a floss off before the game and um yeah that's just a little follow-up and then I was very interested in this and I watched a video um on it the Buffalo Sabres have named Kyle Opozo the NHL ping pong champion for he has beaten every Sabre on the team um, because they did a little bit of a playoffs for ping pong and Kyle Opozo wins and they crowned him NHL ping pong champion. And it's very fun to watch a bunch of uh, Sabres players playing uh, table tennis. Yeah, and uh, maybe not the whole NHL, but Definitely the Buffalo Sabres. And, um, yeah. That's interesting. Funny. Alright, now to the birthdays of this week. So, the, um, birthdays of this week, we're gonna start November 25th, Philip Grubauer. He turns 28. November 28th, Mark andre Fleury. He turns 35. And on December 1st, Thomas Tata. Thomas Tata. He, uh. As you can see, he likes impersonating announcers. Yeah, 
or random guys in uh in Bell Center yeah. saying that. Um, Thomas, da, da. Uh, twenty nine. Uh, he turns twenty nine. <laughs> All right. And that's that's it for birthdays, as we have to pack a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Now down to uh this day in the NHL. All right, so um, this day in the NHL is where um, some days are historical dates for NHL moments, such as on the 28th of November, which was a few days ago. It was actually uh, Thanksgiving for this year. Um, but in 1979, it was the day that Billy Smith was the first goalie credited for an NHL goal. He did not shoot it in the net, but he was the last player on his team to touch it before it went in the net. So he was the first goalie credited with a goal. And that was all the way back in 1979, and many goalies uh, actually shot it and scored after him, and some also did what he did. Anyways, also... On December 1st of 1924, the first NHL game in the USA was held um, for the first uh, U.S. team, the Boston Bruins. And in the Boston Bruins' first game, they beat the Montreal Canadiens 2-1. to Uh, well, <laughs> this, this just is going to show how old it was. They didn't beat the Canadiens, even though they were an NHL team. They beat the Maroons. Wait, really? Yes. Um, because on the thing it said it was the Canadians. But I will just go with what you said. Anyways, uh, Maroons or Canadians, we are moving on to the top scores of this week. Alright, so it turns out we are doing um, plays of this week, but we just got it mixed up with the scores. So earlier what you saw as um, plays were the scores and these are the plays. Sorry, he got confused on our uh, little schedule sheet. But that's alright, because now you get to hear the actual plays of the week. Number three, I put, um, so Vegas Golden Knights, they were down by one in the game, and with less than a second left in regulation, Pacioretty tied it off a one-timer. And then in OT, Stasny wins it on a very brilliant um, 2-on-0 in OT. And then, uh, so, number two, Krejci, um in the Thanksgiving showdown, mm -hmm. a pretty good comeback by my Bruins. They, mm. uh, they actually, uh, they were down by two and then tied it. In regulation, and then in OT, uh, Poshnok dangled to the middle, didn't shoot, just passed it diagonally behind him, and Krejcic just popped it, pots, potted it, potted it in the net. And that comeback was one that I really wasn't expecting. I thought the game was okay, yeah, they're going to win from here, but the Bruins did make the comeback and ended up winning it. Yeah, and, and number one, uh, he, I can tell he's excited to hear it because he already knows that it's the Ivan Provorov OT winner against the Canadians. What a dangle through his through his own legs, and then he sticks lifts um, the defenseman and then gets through and 
goes goes past and um he's coming in he's he he's a left handed shot coming in on the right going to uh cutting to the left the shot going against the grain and then um off the uh right post and into the net. Yeah, um and I think what makes the goal better is it was an OT and he got the game winner for his team. Alright, so um and now for our last little segment that we just added last episode, and I think it is a fun thing because Julian here likes writing hockey haikus, and I am going to let him read them even though I don't understand them. Or at least I don't understand the concept of haikus. Alright, let's hear it. Alright, this is the Bruins haiku. They're number one in the league, and here goes. Chara is awesome. So is Patrice Bergeron. And also DeBrusque. I gotta admit, all those players are doing very well. I still, the, the haiku thing confuses me, but I'm not going to judge on that because um, writing's writing. And I'm going to agree with those players that you chose. I do think that Rask is very good. And Chara, of course, is a legend. Jake DeBrusque. I didn't write I, Rask. Oh, well, who was the second one? Oh, Bergeron. Oh, well, I, I, I like Rask um, as a Burns player. But anyways, yeah, so that was the little hockey haiku and my, I guess, criticism. I don't know. Um, anyways... Now, um, thank you for listening, and happy late Thanksgiving. Um, we forgot to do in the last episode, and it was a little bit before Thanksgiving, and this, is, I guess, was a little bit closer. So, anyways, yeah, and happy holidays, because we are now in the month of December, the month of all the holidays, and um, some good NHL games to come, and probably some good news to cover. Make sure you go follow our Twitter at hockey underscore heads. We post a bunch of hockey stuff, uh, keep you updated, and all that. But yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, what are your thoughts on it? A uh, very exciting week. Uh, I love to see my uh, Bruins uh, seven-game winning streak. Uh, tough to see the Canadians uh, riding the eight-game. Yeah, I, even because I do like the Canadians as a team, I really think um, that they have so much potential and stuff. I it, It's tough to watch that, but um, teams, they go through slumps, they come back, you know. But anyways, yes, I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. And we're the Hockey Heads. I hope you enjoyed. Peace. Peace. We're the Hockey Heads. We talk about hockey. We talk about hockey a lot. Podcast.